All right, Dane and Nick, baby, we back. Episode 11. As always, we're going to get you in, in, out, quick, fast, slow. No, we're going to get you the Rose Bowl cover in 20 minutes. We know you got lives. We got lives. Our publishers got lives. You, you know the deal. You've heard the spiel before. Hey, that was a rhyme. Deal, spiel, real. Let's get it. So we have the Rose Bowl coming today. And uh, I'm going to give you a quick synopsis of each team here before we dive into the body of the game or the deeper details. So for Wisconsin, or actually no, we'll start with the home or the in-conference team. So for the Ducks, they've had a very solid season. Uh, their two notable losses, they lost against Auburn to open the year. And that, I mean, that game hurt, but it wasn't ultimately their kind of final nail in the coffin uh, in terms of the college football playoff. So they um, basically beat everyone pretty handily behind a good defense, um, great passing attack, and solid rushing attack. So really just a pretty well-balanced football team. A little bit more could have been used on the ground, if you ask me. But anyway, they lost to ASU, and that was kind of the, it was the loss that eliminated them from the college football playoff. And ultimately could have derailed their season, but they did bounce back in the Pac-12 championship, beating Utah at their own game, controlling both sides of the ball. And that was a truly impressive performance and what landed them in the Rose Bowl. They're led by quarterback Justin Herbert, who is sure to be a top 10 pick in the upcoming NFL draft. And uh, he's, he's really the face of the, you can't call it franchise, but the face of the program. They have C.J. Verdell, a good running back. They've had a solid defense all year. And, yeah, that's it. That's, that's the quick synopsis right there. So for the Badgers, we have, um, or they're led by running back Jonathan Taylor. Um, he has about 1,900 yards entering this game. I think he's pushing for 2,000, over t- over 20 touchdowns, so <laughs> the stats speak for itself, man. And if you look at Wisconsin's uh, schedule, the quick breakdown, they had a loss to Illinois, which is kind of like Oregon's ASU loss, just that one throwaway game, it happens. And Wisconsin's two other losses came against Ohio State, including one in the Big, in the Big 12, no, Big 10 Championship, excuse me. And um, they were actually leading that game uh, pretty handily at halftime, but they ended up kind of fall, not falling apart. Ohio State did Ohio State things and just beat them in the second half. So that's what landed uh, Wisconsin in the Rose Bowl. And yeah, we have a fun matchup. Two good defenses. Uh, Wisconsin has kind of a solid game manager quarterback in Jack Cohn and Oregon has the big star in Justin Herbert. So contrasting styles, but should be a lot of fun. And Dane, man, I haven't seen you in a while. Dane, where you been? Well, Dane, where you been, man? It's nice to be working. Let's get let's get back to it, man. All right, Dane's gonna get you started on his end over there. Yeah, what's up, Nick? I've been um, traveling for Christmas, so I was in northern New Mexico in a little city called Los Alamos, which is uh, near Santa Fe, New Mexico, in the northern part of the state. So I drove out there from Tucson. It's about an eight-hour drive. Uh, 540 miles so I went out there last week just got back today and so I've been doing a lot of driving and then had a a white Christmas it snowed on Christmas Eve which is pretty cool usually snows up there on Christmas so I like going I was there visiting my dad but yeah for this episode um, breaking down the Rose Bowl so this will be Oregon's fourth Rose Bowl appearance in the last decade so going back to 2010, uh, this will be their fourth, and it will put them over the mark, I guess, uh, over Stanford, who has three appearances 
in the Rose Bowl during the last decade. So um, it's quite the accomplishment for the Oregon program. Uh, it is their first one since um, the game in 2015 uh, against Florida State, where they ended up winning that game and making the national championship game. It's their first Rose Bowl since then. So uh, it's big for their program. It's It shows their, you know, they're back to where they were, and which is good for the conference as a whole and especially of course for their fans and especially with the amount of coaching changes changes that they've had over the last few years nice to see and as you mentioned Nick the legacy of Justin Herbert is it seems like it's riding on the outcome of this game so if he wins this one um he's up there with Mariota if he loses this one it's kind of just uh just another good quarterback at Oregon I guess and I don't really know what his legacy is if he loses this game so uh, to say a lot of writing on this is a bit of an understatement and with the way the Pac-12 has performed so far in the bowl season um, this is a, a, the biggest game of the year for the Pac-12 so we'll, we'll see how it goes and we'll jump right into our breakdown. So, kind of the main takeaway, and I'm going to start with the Ducks here because, you know, it is the grand eye of them all. They're, they're the in-conference team. So, there's a couple of kind of key points I really want to drill in, um, what I think would help them win this matchup. Do I think they're going to win? You're going to have to wait a little bit. I can't, I can't give you that right now unless I said in the intro then. <laughs> then you can leave me. No, I, I mean, I hope I didn't. I, I'm not going to go back and double check. So, for the Ducks, first and foremost, you need to give Justin Herbert a real opportunity to show what he can do in this matchup. Oregon runs a lot of like quick kind of like out screens and like a lot of bubble screens and quick slants, and then they'll hand the ball off to CJ Verdell. And all this is all this is cool. I mean, all this is good, effective offense. I mean, Oregon didn't get to the Rose Bowl losing games. I think <laughs> that stands for itself. But when you're playing a Wisconsin type team who has that size and power and just always well-coached up front. So they're not going to give up too many big plays on the ground. I mean, it's, it's obviously possible. I mean, who knows? Obviously, 100%. But from a on-paper stylistic standpoint, it's highly unlikely that Oregon's going to be able to gash Nebraska, I guess they're playing now, Wisconsin on the ground on a continuous basis. But what this also entails, because you know there's two sides to every coin, is Wisconsin doesn't have necessarily the best secondary. These guys are all very good players. I mean, very, very good players. Wisconsin's in the Rose Bowl. But if we're talking that elite, maybe like a UW secondary from a couple of years ago or any player, <laughs> it's a guy who's played for Alabama in history of the world uh, secondary. I mean, Wisconsin doesn't have that type of talent. And it's going to open up real nice opportunities for Justin Herbert to um, take advantage. And that's why I want to see him throw some deep bombs downfield, some 10-yard outs, quick slants, crossing patterns, hitch routes, everything. This is what he's capable of doing. And, I mean, for him, to be honest, it'll help his NFL draft stock. Uh, We're not sure who's going to go first between him and Joe Burrow. Um, Obviously, it's saying Tagalavea, a couple other people. But Justin Herbert has an outside shot to be the first quarterback taken this year's draft 
and to kind of have a star-studded matchup like this on a national stage, the Rose Bowl down in Pasadena, the granddaddy of them all, baby. That's how we started the show. It's really his chance to take control. And not to mention, he is a senior, and this is why he came back. He could have went to the NFL last year and made lots of money. He didn't need to come back. He came back for games like this. And it's this go time. He didn't necessarily win the Utah matchup. They lost to Auburn, and um, so he doesn't have that key, key, key marquee victory as much as well as they've performed this year. And this is ultimately his opportunity. Okay, guys, I let me. I said I get you out here in twenty minutes. How long did I talk about Herbert? How long did I talk about her? Okay, so all right, that's that's my spiel on Herbert. <laughs> but yeah, so for Oregon, they're really gonna have to kind of. Let him free, man. That's all there is to it. Let him free. They got C. Dave Riddell, a good compliment at halfback. Yeah, needless to say, if he can find some holes in Wisconsin's rush defense, it would greatly benefit the Ducks. Uh, the Ducks' defense has been solid all year. I think they'll they'll prove pretty tough today. But Wisconsin's going to get him, and we'll hop over to that right now. So for the Badgers, they have a senior quarterback. Excuse me, he's not a senior. But they have quarterback Jack Cohn. Uh, they're, as I mentioned, they're red. They're they're red. Yes, they do wear red. They're led by running back Jonathan Taylor, and he is the focal point. Um, he is an absolute stud. But moreover, I mean, we can talk about him. It is Wisconsin's offensive line that should get most of this credit. No running back is going to get these stats without a great line. So, what Wisconsin generally does in their winning formula is is controlling the tempo of the game, and I think they're going to be able to do that against Oregon. I think they're a little bit bigger, um, maybe maybe not even a little bit bigger. I just think they're going to be able to do that. They they've historically had such a good kind of running attack and defensive program, whereas Oregon hasn't had that same thing. Granted, they've improved a lot inside, but they're not. It's like we're saying about Wisconsin. When you think of Oregon, you don't think of like these elite monstrous like defensive tackles and defensive ends. Um, and so I think Wisconsin's going to be able to bully them pretty much. All game. I think obviously Oregon has some players that are going to make a few plays, but I think Wisconsin is going to really be able to bully them up front, and that's what I think is going to pretty much decide the game. I think Wisconsin is going to be able to win this matchup because of their ability to take them up front. And you know, just as what always happens in football, you have a great running back, you have a great offensive line, and you have a solid kind of game manager quarterback in Jack Cohn, and he's going to be able to find. Uh, wideout Quentin Cephas over the top at least one or two times. Cephas isn't a game breaker by any means necessary, but he can he'll win in one on one coverage. It's just based off of like if they're running it enough to kind of set him up. He's he's not like gonna go create his own shot for throwing out basketball terminology. But you set him up, he's gonna make some plays, and that's exactly what Wisconsin's gonna be able to do. Oregon truly hasn't been tested like this since the midpoint of the season. Um, I don't you can't really say the same about Wisconsin. They just played Ohio State. And Ohio State's better than Oregon. Anyway, you want to kind of slice that cake up. So Wisconsin's been playing better competition. I don't know if Oregon's necessarily ready for this matchup. Uh, up front, they have the skill position players. So to say that Oregon can't win would be kind of unrealistic. But it's going to prove tough. It's going to prove tough for sure. So I'm saying Wisconsin by seven should be a fun matchup. Nice stylistic game. The Rose Bowl's always fun, man. Cool to see some football down in Pasadena. Filled out to the max. I feel like, you know, me and Dan got those, like, chill vibes going. We, we ain't yelling as much today. Well, I, I guess that's me. Me. All right. Here we go. Dane, let's hear your preview, bud. Love to hear the other side of it. All right. Thanks, Nick. Good stuff as always. So, I don't really like this matchup for Oregon. 
and that comes down it just has a lot to do with the size i mean if you think of wisconsin they're like the the epitome of of the big 10 they're just big strong guys from like the backwoods of like minnesota and wisconsin and like michigan where they're like chopping down trees growing up working on farms and they get into football, you know, and they play linemen, you know, defensive linemen, offensive linemen. And it's not really like a fun style of football to watch. It's just to run the ball right at you. It's like something from like the last century where it's just, you know, like old timey football where they just line up, knock you around and run the ball. And so that's what they're going to do. And I don't think that style matches up well with what Oregon has. The Oregon, the Ducks have recruited a lot better uh, when it comes to size along both lines. But I don't know if that's going to be enough against Wisconsin because Wisconsin is, it's like you can compare them to Stanford in the Pac-12. Um, I think that's the only team you could really compare them to. They both have similar styles, and I just I don't like the matchup for Oregon. Oregon has speed, uh, agility. Uh, I just don't think that their guys match up well with Wisconsin guys. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a rematch. The, the Ducks played uh, Wisconsin in 2012 in the Rose Bowl, won that game by seven. I don't remember it at all. Uh, I can't even remember anything about that game, but the Ducks do have history over Wisconsin uh, in the Rose Bowl. So uh, this is not something that is unfamiliar to their fan base, and the Wisconsin fans are also going to remember that game. So we'll see how it all ends out. Um, Really, I think the key is going to be Jonathan Taylor and whether or not the Ducks can slow him down because Taylor is going to be the focal point of the Wisconsin attack. And if the Ducks are able to slow him down, then they have a much better chance of winning. Uh, I don't think the Ducks are going to be able to score a lot of points on the Wisconsin defense. I think that the Big Ten is a better conference, and they've proven that so far this bowl season. And so, in Wisconsin, I mean, they're not the best team in the Big Ten, but they're the second best. So, this is going to be a really hard game to win. And the key is going to be stopping Wisconsin's rushing attack. And on offense for Oregon, um, it could be as simple as they're going to do as well as Herbert does. Um, I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball very effectively, but if Herbert is able to scramble and pass the ball efficiently that'll be the x factor uh his mobility and especially uh his accuracy when he's moving around the pocket so if he's flushed out of the pocket if he's able to you know either run the ball for for yards or even first downs um but more than that when he's flushed out of the pocket if he's able to make the throw the accurate throw to a receiver who's going to be breaking off of his route in a scramble play, essentially. Um, I think that if Herbert is able to execute those plays, 
then the Ducks have a much greater chance of pulling out the victory. Uh, and regardless, even if Herbert plays out of his mind, if the Ducks can't slow down Wisconsin's rushing attack, then they don't really have a chance. So it's all going to come down to the front lines, and it's a real test for, for Oregon's strength and size because Wisconsin has it. They've always had it. It's their identity as a program. It's their identity as a conference. And so this is a tough matchup, but a huge game for the Pac-12. Very big game for Justin Herbert's legacy. And just as an objective fan uh, of college football in general, this is going to be a great game. Uh, it's it's a close uh, the spread, the, it's close. I think uh, Wisconsin's favored by a point or two. So, and that could change. You have last-minute swings that go either way. So, it'll be a great game to watch. I've never been to the Rose Bowl, so I don't know what the pageantry is like. I know there's a huge parade. I don't know what the vibe of everybody is, but you got to think that it's one of the most, you know, spectacular bowl games to go to of any of them in the entire country. Uh, it's one of the most historic bowl games out there, if not the most historic bowl game. You know, they call it the granddaddy of them all because it is. And uh, as a fan, if you're going to the game as an Oregon fan, you got to cherish those moments because, man, I, even as Oregon fans, you know that your your success can slip away, you know, over a season or two. And so these games are very historic. They'll always be there in the record books, and you can always tell your friends, your family, that you were there at that game and you watched Justin Herbert pull out the victory, you know, against Wisconsin and you watched the Duck defense shut down Taylor and you watched, you know, C.J. Verdell have a surprising game and catch a touchdown, you know, not just run one. And you saw some history right before your eyes and the Ducks getting another Rose Bowl victory. Um... So that's all a possibility. It's all out there. And uh, for the rest of us that are just here for fun to watch the game, it's going to be a great one. Really looking forward to it. And like I said, for the conference, this is huge. So I may have listened to Dane's conclusion before I did mine. <laughs> so what it did remind me is this is could be the last football podcast for quite some time, being the end of the Pac-12 football season here. So just want to say thanks for listening during football season. It's been a lot of fun. Yes, it has. From the from the Pacific Pacifics from the Pacific Northwest. I will see you for hoop season. Dane, take us out. And as always. All right, thanks, Nick. So that is a wrap on episode 11. And um, if I'm looking at the schedule right, I think this is going to be our last uh, football podcast for a while. Uh, This is basically the end of the bowl season. And um, yeah, lots of writing on this. It's important for the Pac-12 to win this game. Uh, And I'm hoping that Oregon can get it done. Uh, Either way, it should be entertaining and a lot of fun to watch. So we'll see you guys when we see you.